Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we're visiting with Miranda Lee, a finance major from Houston. Miranda shares some great tips and strategies from being present to strategically approaching test taking. I hope you'll find lots of great takeaways as you listen to our visit. Hi, Miranda. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, how are you? Doing great. If you don't mind, just take a few minutes and introduce yourself and maybe share a little bit about where you're from and what brought you to Baylor. Yeah, so um, my name is Miranda. I'm a finance major at Baylor. Um, I live in Houston, Texas. And um, when I was trying to decide where I wanted to go to college, um, I really didn't know where to start. I knew I wanted to be in Texas and I knew I wanted to cheer because I had cheered my whole life. Um, but when I really sat down and thought about um, making a decision based on the schools I got into, it came down um, to Baylor and A&M. And I really just was praying about it a lot and didn't really know where God wanted me to go. And so I just said, um, after multiple months of stressing, I was just like, hey, God, um, I don't know what the heck I want to do, but I know I want to cheer. So let's do this. If I make Baylor cheer, I'm going to go to Baylor. If I don't, I'll go to A&M. So it was actually really funny. I had a down payment at A&M. And then when I made Baylor cheer, I just kind of took it back and was like, okay, I guess this is your sign, God. I guess I'm supposed to be here. And it was the best decision I ever made was just letting go and letting God, as cliche as it sounds, uh, letting him decide for me. Awesome. That's amazing. That's a great story. And I'm glad you got to come to Baylor. That's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I love it here. Well, being a finance major, I'm sure you have a lot of requirements in your classes. Have you found any specific study strategies that you find most useful when you're studying for class? Yeah. So, um, being a finance major, you are given so many, uh, not so much papers, but a lot of homework because it's a lot of math and a lot of just learning of unfamiliar language, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's really complicated um, just when you first step into it. So when I actually started finance core last year, my junior year, um, a lot of it sounded foreign to me. So I really just had to learn a lot of self-discipline. And so um, for me, I would consider myself very um, friendly and I love to be around people, but not when I'm studying because then I like to talk to them. And so mm-hmm. for me, um, what works best is just um, grabbing a snack, making sure I'm comfortable um, and shutting down every technology I have around me and just zoning in in my room. Um, but I always make sure I'm not too hot or cold or hungry or thirsty because that'll just distract me even more. So I just make sure I'm really comfortable and um, kind of set out, set out the world from my brain. And then I just study hard and um, I don't allow myself to go to libraries anymore because I find myself sitting there for three hours having the best conversations I've ever had in my life, but getting nothing done. And so um, I just, advice for you if you love to talk to people then 
I would just consider studying somewhere in nature or in your room alone or a restaurant that you know that you can just plug in your ears and you won't be bothered, um, plug in your music into your ears and you won't be bothered at. So, yeah, that's my advice for study habits. Um, yeah. That's great. How do you, Thank you keep up with the different assignments and preparing for exams and any quizzes and things like that that pop up in your classes? So um, I remember my first week at Baylor as a freshman going through syllabus week. It's super easy at first, you think, until your teachers hand you your syllabuses and you go through it. Mm -hmm. And um, even though people say syllabus week is easy, it's not once you realize how much you have to do the next week. And um, just planning for all of that is really a, just a struggle because you kind of get hit hard with it all at once. And so uh, I know for me, it put a lot of pressure on me. So what works best for me is I always buy a cute little calendar um, and I get really excited doing it because one, I love picking out, um, what calendar I'm going to use for the year, but two, it really does, um, help me have time management skills and in order to accomplish everything I need to get accomplished with cheer, sorority and school and friends and, um, church and everything else, you really need to plan out your day. And also that helps with, um, just really being present wherever you're at because if you know what you have coming next you know that you can focus on what you're focusing on at the time and being present and if you're stressed about missing something or forgetting to write something down in class uh, to remind yourself on then I know that I always can fall back on my calendar and I know that um, I don't have anything to worry about because I already have it written down and so yeah, I write everything down in my calendar. It just, it releases a lot of stress for me personally. I oh, think it helps a lot. That's fantastic. Do you have a particular yeah. type of calendar that you like to get? Yeah, so uh, the paperbacks, I'm really weird. <laughs> the paperbacks, uh, they get really dirty and um, crinkly, I guess, uh -huh. really fast. And so then I just choose not to like it anymore and then I won't use it. So I really do, I spend, I, I invest in the good ones, the hardbacks, usually leather, because um, they last a long time and the, it keeps the pages neat and fine. And so for me, I think it might, I might come with a little OCD, but I think I will use my calendar more if it looks neat and sharp mm -hmm. rather than just because then I just kind of throw it in my room and forget about it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's a good, good thing to think about for sure. Well, sometimes I've heard that the way you begin your day can really set the tone for how the rest of your day goes. So in that vein, do you have any sort of morning routine you like to follow? Yes. Oh my gosh. Do I have a morning routine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so um, every morning I wake up, um, I usually like to wake up if I don't have cheer practice in the morning. Um, so we usually have cheer practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, I usually try and take 11 o'clock classes so that I have time to sleep in a little bit. But I like to wake up around 9 just to get my day going. Um, maybe I'll work out before or I'll, if, I'll, if I do that, I'll wake up earlier. But if I'm deciding to sleep in and not work out, then I'll wake up around 9. 
and I make my bed. I've heard that that helps um, get your routine started for the day. Mm-hmm. And, and then I go downstairs, make my coffee and breakfast. And then if I need to study for a test or get an assignment done, then I'll typically just bring my coffee and breakfast back upstairs um, and then just knock it out. And then that way I feel better about my day. I go to class in a good mood, feeling accomplished. And I think it really sets the tone for just my day in general and gets my foot um, started on a good note. Great. Yes, I bet that does feel good to have already checked something yeah. off your list before before you leave for your first class. For um, sure, for sure. Well, I know you mentioned that you really like absolute quiet and kind of getting away from distractions when you study. Are there any spaces on campus that you found that allow for that focused study time? Yeah, for sure. Um, so like I said, freshman year, I didn't really know uh, my, my good study habits yet. I had to discover them through trial and error. But so I freshman year, um, a lot of people will go to Moody and it's called the Moody Club. And that's where everyone <laughs> just goes to study, but ends up talking and having a good time. And so um, I, over the years, have found that the business school study rooms, if you can get into them, with your business school access, if you're a business major, um, or if you just have a friend that's a business major, you can go with them. I know I always, always helped my roommates um, get get study spots by swiping them in and just sitting in there with them and studying too. Um, but yeah, I think the business school study rooms are the best because they're quiet and they have a dry erase board. They have computer outlets, aux cord outlets, or um, if you need to practice a presentation on the TV, and um, they're really spacious and they have huge white tables. So I just spread all my stuff out and uh, study real hard. So I think for me, that's the best spot. And if those aren't available, like maybe during finals, they're all um, reserved, then I'll just go somewhere in nature that's quiet and um, make it a little picnic out of it. And I'll, whether it be Cameron Park or just um, in my front yard, just on a bench, I'll study somewhere quiet where I can just, um, away from distractions mainly. (laughs) Great. Yes. That's important to find those spaces. Nice. Well, you mentioned your freshman year, you were figuring things out and, you know, trying different study spots and then it sounds like you learned a lot about yourself from, from maybe being in an area where there are a lot of people and you realized quickly that that's not where you could focus as well. And sometimes overcoming a challenge or, or figuring things out that way is, is a great teaching tool. So do you have, did you have any other experiences so far on your Baylor journey that have really taught you through, I don't know, a challenge or a mistake or something that you've really learned from? Yeah, for sure. I have gone through many trial and error lessons that I'm, I'm thankful for, but I wish I would have known as a freshman to start. Um, so I can recall one specific one that um, really stood out to me just over time, and it is test taking. I learned that I'm not the best test taker. I'm more of a assignment girl. I will um, knock it out. I love to be proactive and 
you know, me with my calendar, I like to check things off my list. But when it comes to tests, I get really nervous. And sometimes I lose track of time because I'm just, my heart starts pounding. I'm like, other people are uh, turning their tests before me and I get super nervous. And so something that helps me um, just with my time management skills during a test and not um, having the time called on me when I'm only like halfway through the test is making sure and trying to remind myself throughout the test that I shouldn't be spending too much time on just one problem because there might be 50 other problems that are worth the equal amount of points as that one. Um, some point, some questions in college may be worth 10, some might be worth two. So I've learned over time just to really pay attention to those points. And if I'm stuck on a two point problem, then I should really just move on because there's a 10 point problem coming up that is worth a lot more that I need to pay more attention to. So really just paying close attention and reading the question and uh, because usually after the question, they'll say in parentheses three points or four points. And so really just reading the questions and thinking about my time and how to handle my time throughout the 50 or 55 minutes I'm given. That's amazing. Just really being strategic in your test taking and, and yeah. allocating your time. That's a great lesson. <laughs> it's a learned skill for sure. I had to learn through test time, good and bad. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's all, always a journey, isn't it? Well, yes. you mentioned earlier that you are... Um, Sounds like you're involved in some different activities. Can you tell us about the different organizations you're involved in on campus? Yes, ma'am. So, like I said earlier, um, I'm on the cheer team. I'm going into my fourth year. And um, so that's one thing. I'm also captain, second year captain. So that's um, some, some authority on my plate that I've had to learn how to deal with and uh, but it's been a great opportunity at the same time um, and then I'm also involved in the Greek life so I'm a Pi Beta Phi at Baylor um, I rushed the first year you could and I've been a Pi Phi ever since and then I guess um, I could add this that I'm um, a member of Highlands um, Baptist Church and mm -hmm. one more thing is just that I'm a finance major so I'm a part of the business school yeah and I love it Great. Well, it sounds like you've really gotten involved in a wide spectrum of things that seem to, to fill you and, and, and be positive areas of your life and things you really enjoy. So that's tremendous and you get to kind of yeah. sounds like stretch lots of different things that you really enjoy about who you are. So that's great. Um, yeah, that's why I need my calendar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So you keep that calendar close. I can only imagine um, what that looks like during certain weeks out of the year, for sure. What would you say, um, I hope we have a lot of first semester students listening and um, also students who are, have been at Baylor for several semesters, but if you could maybe give yourself a piece of advice when you were starting college, what, what would that be? So I have two um, main points I'd like to touch on. So the first one um, is don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm. So 
I know y'all have heard no questions a dumb question. And that is so true in college because I know my first day of school, the previous day, I had not gone through my class schedule um, and walked through campus with my mom like most of y'all should do. <laughs> but I did not because I was busy with peer work before and ordering books and all that fun stuff. But um, I definitely recommend um, that first day of school, if you're lost, do not stress out. Just everyone wants you to be successful. So everyone's rooting for you. So just turn and uh, ask someone on campus or ask a teacher, ask a employee of Baylor, um, hey, where's this building? Where's Foster? Where's Pass Law? All those buildings because they're foreign names to you at this point, um, coming in as a freshman or a transfer student. And so there's no way that you could know. Um, I know there's some apps that um, you might need to Google that can help you, but honestly, just asking is the best way to get around. And so I would for sure have told my freshman yourself that um, any day. And then the second piece of advice I'd give my freshman yourself would be to not stress over speeches. <laughs> Most um, freshmen have to take speech. And I know for sure that was one thing that just would get in my head. I would just um, talk to my roommates about it, talk to my boyfriend about it. I would just get so worked up the night before speech because I was so nervous to do it in front of my peers. But everyone else that you're doing your speech group in front of is going to be just as nervous. And so um, I would just say look around the room and just know and realize that you're going to get up there and you're going to do fine. And I was always worried about not hitting my five minute time minimum, but I would end up catching myself talking way over the five minute. And so um, it just comes naturally and just don't stress over the little things like that because it's really not worth it. And now as a senior looking back, I'm like laughing myself getting so stressed over those little minor things so yeah those are two uh, major pieces of advice that I would say um, I would want to highlight for my freshman year self for sure that is those are good good words of wisdom and always good just to take a minute and take a deep breath right <laughs> well a lot of students um, like to have some caffeine when they're studying and so do you have a favorite coffee order when you study yeah so I have two um, I'm kind of a health nut um, I've had to learn to be because I'm lactose intolerant and all that jazz so my favorite um, drink would be I hate to say it but it's from Starbucks <laughs> it's this, uh, cinnamon dulce latte with almond milk um, it's really just warm, and I'm I'm really cold natured, so I love a good hot drink um, yes. when I'm studying. And my second one I discovered this year, I think it's new on the menu. It's matcha green tea latte. It looks disgusting. It's bright green, but it tastes super good. Um, so yeah, those are my two top orders for sure. Well, awesome! I'll have to try one of those the next time I head to Starbucks. My office is dangerously close to the Starbucks oh, city, so, so I have plenty of opportunity yeah. to try all sorts of things at Starbucks. Um, yeah. Well, in the midst of all your studying and all the other things that you're involved in, when you take a study break, what's one of your favorite things to do? 
So I have two. When I'm stressed, I love to go on runs. Um, it just really is my time to talk to God and be by myself and um, just really think about like zooming out of my problems and realizing the bigger picture um, as to why I'm at Baylor and like why I'm trying so hard and um, just going through these life struggles. And so I love to go on runs. It's really debriefing. And then my second thing that I like to do for a study break is hang out with my friends and play game night. We always, um, I don't know, my group of friends are just, I think we're a little, we don't really like to party much. So we just kind of hang out and we like to play board games. It's really just our little, our little thing. I don't know. It's been, it's been like a year. And so we'll just uh, cook dinner and play board games and it's, it gets, it gets real real competitive but it's super fun it's um it's good it's good uh appropriate play so I love it I love that I could say it's our little it's our little uh, habit I guess (laughs) yeah what are some of your favorite games to play so we will play apples to apples um I don't know if y'all have heard of spades and then we love Catan. <laughs> we okay. have all the extension packs and different versions of Catan. It's super, super exciting. So fun. I'll have to add these to my list. Well, I just have one more question for you, Miranda, and it's thinking about the future. And when you think about life after graduation, what are some of your hopes beyond Baylor? So um, that's been a question that's been running through my brain lately. Um, I have an internship in Houston this summer with an asset management firm, so finance related. And I've been really thinking about my future and when to apply for full-time jobs because a lot of uh, companies recruit in the fall, which is, you know, next month. And so for me, I've been just really thinking that full-time for college. And then um, eventually getting having a big family and lots of kids, or that's more of my long-term goal. But for sure, post-grad is just really getting that full-time job, whether it be um, entry-level or something that's really advanced. I know that God, um, I know that he has a plan and he knows what he's doing with me. So I just have to trust him just like I did freshman year when I was undecided as to where to go. So yeah, just get that full-time job and trusting that it'll be the right one. That's awesome. Well, has your internship kind of helped you learn what sector of finance you might be more interested in? Yeah, so there are so many um, different departments within finance, and it's, it's kind of hard learning about them, but I'm really thankful that I have had this internship because I've gotten to see what um, – an asset manager does and kind of their role as sales um, consultants. And so, yeah, I'm an internal sales intern for Invesco in Houston and it's really great, but I still don't know exactly what in finance I want to do, but um, I'm kind of open to a lot. My mom is a financial planner and she has her own business. And so that's kind of why I chose finance. So I could go that route down the road, but 
I'm, I'm really hoping to land a job with the company I'm interning right now, just because I love the people I work with. And um, I think it will be a really good first job. For That's wonderful. I think an internship is such a wonderful way to really get a good understanding of what that work environment is like and what the work is yeah. like and day to day. So oh, yeah. That's exciting to find a place where you really like the people too. So great. Yeah. Well, Miranda, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us today. I know it's, I just know it's helpful to, to hear from other students about, about how you're making it work day to day and um, what tips have been most helpful to you on your journey. So we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I feel really honored to be able to do it and I hope that they can get something out of it. <laughs> awesome. I know, I know they will. Thank you. It was so great to visit with Miranda. I really appreciated all the insights she shared and I especially was encouraged to hear how her internship has helped inform her professional goals and specific ideas for what she might want to do after graduation. I hope you all will pursue an internship while you're a Baylor student so you can get a real world insight into what all might be available for you once you graduate. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you'll join us again next time when we hear another student success story. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. You can keep up with the podcast and subscribe to episodes by searching Student Success Stories on iTunes or go to our website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast for a direct link to subscribe and also a link to listen. You'll find all the show notes from this episode there. Music for Student Success Stories is Cherry Monday by Kevin McLeod. You can hear more of Kevin's music at incompetech.com.